0: This is Talk It Over, the only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed. Make the time to subscribe. Now let's pull back those sheets.
1: Can we talk about the relationships? Can we talk it over, see how we can build? Only you and I know that's the way it goes. In this big old bed, they're talking over. Talk it over.
2: Yo, 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 it is your man, Big O, back for another episode of Talk It Over, and we have made it to 2021, even though the past couple of days have been crazy, following on the heels of 2020, but, you know, it's all good. We are here bringing in the new year again with a hot fire topic. I am joined, of course, by my lovely co-host, Trisha Trish, who is holding it down in my absence. Trish, how are you doing?
3: I'm fantastic. Hey, y'all. Hey. Hey.
2: Oh, so has the new you year been good for, I appreciate that. You know, I was uh, out visiting family and taking a, a well-needed rest uh, from the hectic life of, life of New York City. So,
3: listen, I know you know I know, and you were actually is- in New York City, <laughs>
2: <laughs> right? Yeah,
3: I, ended up, yes, you I ended till up left.
2: I had just That's asked me. you when you were gonna come visit Big O, and you said you needed an invitation. <laughs> then I leave uh-huh. and find out that you in new york city so i took
3: that as my invitation you know i was p- gonna pop up you know surprise you be see, like, hey, boo. See, this is how and then you disappeared on me
2: problems start just popping up nobody no heads up <laughs> no, no no telling who i got in the big old bed and then here you and come listen, listen
3: that ain't no issue you know that. Ain't okay no issue. all right yeah, I'll
2: keep that in mind it may not be an issue for you but i gotta i gotta you know I gotta cover that with all, all cover all bases. But it's good. It's Come good on. to be back. It's good to have yeah. you back as well.
3: Thank you. And
2: um, I'm excited for today. So I'm excited about this panel of of guests that we have. Let me go ahead and bring them in. Longtime veteran of the podcast, we haven't heard from in quite a while. My bro, Leon, Big Brother Leon. What's going on?
1: Nothing much. Nothing much. How, are How you, you been, man? I'm well, brother. I'm well. You know, feeling all like, right. Um, made it to the new year and uh-huh. uh, excited for the the, the, the new challenges that, that we're gonna face. And you know, continue. yeah, man, I hadn't
2: heard from you. In a while. I thought they might have shit you off.
1: <laughs> so, I, I was like, wait a minute. We
2: got any conflicts time. going on around the world? Did they send Leon? Did they <laughs> no, deploy
1: him? <laughs> hey, man, don't be giving <laughs> the impression that I'm in the service. I don't care. <laughs> I take that very seriously. Gotcha, gotcha. Really respect for our people and. Uh, Absolutely. Um, forces, but um, but now
2: nah, I'm and, here. All right. We're well, glad to have you with us and glad to, to get your voice in, as we dig in on this topic. And thank of course, you. Happy New Year.
1: Thank you.
2: Thank you. Moving on to Miss Bree, bringing in Miss Bree with the T. Where are you?
4: I'm right here. Hello.
2: How are you? I'm
4: doing well. How are it's, you? I'm
2: good. It's always a pleasure to have you on because I know you're going to cut through anything, cut through all the nuance and get to the heart of any topic that we're talking about.
4: You know, you know, I'm
2: here to bring the drama. Yeah, Bree is quick short. to pull cars. There you go, Leon. See, I, already, I knew Leon was mm-hmm. going to say,
1: "Yeah,
2: hey, hey, man." <laughs> you know. uh, Bree pulls cars quick. No, it's always a well, fun time when you're around. Thank you. And also I'm a relative,
4: here.
2: a relative newcomer. But although we, she's very, very quickly making a presence for herself amongst the panel. Miss Jen, Jennifer Infantino, how are you today? Great. I'm doing great. Thanks so guys. Jen, if you don't mind, and if you want, I can do it. But if you don't mind, just let our listeners who, who may not have heard the last podcast that you were on, and this is their first time getting to know you, let them know a little bit about uh, what you do and who you are and, and the perspective that you bring to the Talk It Over family. Yeah,
5: so I'm, I am a pleasure coach. I help people Ooh. Expand the erotic wisdom they have about their own bodies, so that they can tap into their intuition and their creativity, and bring all of that into their relationships and into the way they're approaching their whole lives. Actually.
2: Oh wow! Okay, so you can can you take a, a relatively, uh, let's say, mundane lover and and raise them to the caliber of like superstar <laughs> status? If or if, 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 that's if that's okay.
1: First off, first off, who's going to define classify themselves as a relatively mundane lover?
2: I don't know who would classify themselves. I mean, you have to go look through your experiences and say, hey, I, I don't That's know. That's
3: wild. I think, I think Jen and I could both speak to this. So really quickly, I don't know who all remembers this from the last time Jen was on. Um, I'm studying to become a relationship, love, and sex coach at the same school that Jen went to, which is how we met.
2: What? You yeah. got to have two. Pleasant Coaches on here? This show's about to get rocking. We're going to have some definitely, we're going to have some new, definitely attract some new uh, listeners for sure.
3: Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, and new list new listeners and and just really hoping to educate people on that area of their lives in general. And I think Jen can speak to this as well. You surprise a lot of people don't know and are trying to become better. It's like I feel like it's part of this whole self-awareness um like
1: movement
3: that people are now delving into. Like, I'm a mediocre lover. I know I'm a mediocre lover. I want to make it better um ah. while they might not be while they might not be be screaming it to the mountaintops for everybody to know they are saying it because i definitely since embarking on this journey mm. friends come to me like i can't make my wife orgasm i can't make my husband orgasm i can't do this and i'm like whoa I how did
2: y'all get the wife and I'm husband status all of that. wait a minute so, I, I think they it skip I, some it, steps
3: yeah like it's it there are a lot of people in this world that we know and don't know who You might think are awesome lovers, or they brag about how awesome they are. But sure, you can speak to it as well. Like they,
2: it's all subjective anyway, right? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. the beholder. You know what they say: different strokes for different folks.
3: Yeah, that nature. Literally.
2: You know. um, (laughs) And and also, I uh, want to I want to mention that we got Hassan, who may be joining us um, at some point to, to bring in his perspective, which is always, always, always welcome. So how about we get to this feel-good story of the day? You guys feeling ready to listen to some good news after the week that we've had?
1: Yeah, let's do it, please. Bring it in.
2: All right. So Trish, Trish, this story is actually coming from Trish Trish Founders. Now, Trish, you want to bring this in or you want me to bring this in?
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, this story comes out of San Rafael, California. And um, this story is about a homeless man named Sean Curry, who's fifty-seven. So, no Sean's relation, Steph,
1: y'all. Even though he's in California. No.
3: <laughs> so Sean has been um, homeless for several years, and on one particular day, about um, a couple of couple of days ago, about a week ago now, actually, he found a wallet in a dumpster um, where he usually dumpster dives, looking for you know food and different that he can use and uh, just basically to survive and get by. Well, on this particular day, he found a small wallet. Um, He opened it up and realized that it belonged to an 80-year-old woman that lived about six miles away from where he was. Um, In it, there was a business card that had the woman's information. He also had her driver's license and debit cards, credit cards, a bunch of different stuff. So he um, decided to get in touch with the owner because, of course, there was a business card with her number on it. um, When he um, basically called her up, she was ecstatic. She was so happy about getting back her belongings. I mean, as all of us would be, I've lost a wallet a time or two and lost it and never found it. And it's just, it's a lot to have to contact people and, you know, cancel it.
2: Yeah, you ain't had no money in that wallet. That's why you never found it. I was young. I was young. None of us had no money. ain't no money in here.
3: So, so either way, you know, uh, she agreed to meet up with him and to get the uh, wallet back.
2: Uh-huh.
3: The day that she lost her wallet. She happened to be with her granddaughter. So, you know, she was distraught. She called her granddaughter, you know, you know, they both went back trying to find it. Of course, they couldn't find it. So her getting it back was really, really, you know, it meant something to her. So her granddaughter, the 12 year old, and this is where story gets good, decided since it happened on the first day of Hanukkah, that she would do an act of kindness um, for this gentleman, Sean, who delivered back the wallet. So she um, she had a, uh, her birthday coming up. So this little girl, all in the same week, her birthday was coming up. So grandma lost the wallet. The little girl had a birthday. They find the wallet. The little girl, Michaela, decides to do something great she tells all of her friends and family instead of gifts this year she decides she wants to raise money for an organization that organization ended up being a donation for curry gentleman who uh found a a wallet wallet so because his good deed you know she felt like he did this really great deed and helped out her family she decided to help him out and her and her friends and family were able to raise Little over four hundred and twenty four hundred and seventy five, excuse me, dollars on that day for him.
5: Okay. They
3: they have then since started a GoFundMe page to support him through the pandemic, and they oh. you know have just been very um, instrumental in his holiday in in, in this and raising his holiday spirit.
1: That's um,
2: nice.
3: Yeah, it's just a really really good story. I mean, that's beautiful.
1: I, I think especially with with you know being a Pandemic right now. I, I just need to go find a wallet or two and I'll be straight. You know, I just, that's all happening. have to Leon,
3: ain't nobody, ain't nobody giving me See, nobody. <laughs> find a Leon, wallet. Come,
1: Leon come back from tour. He just got off the road. Back. He said it's rough out there to pay rent <laughs> baby i need i you gotta, gotta find I'm a find wallet two wallets this month I'm, I'm doing my best all right he gonna roll so, up
3: in in a fly fitted and a hoodie with the earpods and they gonna <laughs> be like you don't need nothing thank you though we appreciate it
2: <laughs> so i want to i want to introduce really quickly a newcomer to the show and she is more than welcome to to chime in on the topic at any point even though she wants to observe and just see how we do things so shanice i want to welcome you welcome you to the talk. It over. Uh, podcast and family and and please feel free at any time if you want to chime in even now if you want to introduce yourself to the listeners if not it's no problem um but yeah welcome welcome to the family
0: hello well, thank you for having me
2: no problem at I'll all we're excited to I'll have definitely you with us.
0: introduce myself um right quick um uh-huh. i'm slash br shanice i go by either one um I work for swagger magazine. I do their marketing and um branding. So if anybody ever needs a feature in a magazine, just um hit me up on what? my Facebook. Uh-uh,
2: <laughs> blown up by yeah. everybody on this channel.
0: Yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah, we like to support, you know, biz um businesses and stuff like that. So definitely if you have a business or brand if you're just doing something great in our phenomenal in your community, like I said just hit me up um you can find me on IG at the D brand engineer and that's D with two E's or you can find me on my Facebook at Shanice Latrell Ashby and I also do marketing and branding on the side so I do like websites um any anything um cuz I have I a need you need help. Okay. I need I'm help with my
2: social media because I'm lazy. I don't care enough to do it. So
0: social media is kind of simple, but you know, a lot of things are changing right now with social media. Um, not to get off the tangent, but I have to say this. A lot of things are changing with social media right now. I'll say this: get into reels, do reels. Um okay. I didn't go into the whole backstory about it, but just get I into draw the line
2: at TikTok. I'm not joining. I don't I'm not no, doing reels on IG right. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Reels right.
1: their right. version yeah. of TikTok? No, no. Reels are on, on G- yo. Oh,
0: because on, Instagram is changing. <laughs> yeah. yeah Inst- Instagram is okay. changing. All right, All right.
6: All right. <laughs>
2: listen. Yeah, I've been out of the loop for like two weeks, and y'all know the nation is is like tearing itself apart. I ain't got time to be keeping up with who got what video service picture service. I'm trying to run a podcast here and y'all coming at me. Leon, I'm feeling kind of emotionally attacked and personally yeah, attacked. Okay, so All right. Right, brother, Trish, Trish this where is Trish at? Let me get my co-host in here.
3: Place.
2: Trish got to bring in, Trish got to bring in a topic of the day because me and Leon about that. I'm about to go on mute.
3: <laughs> anyhow.
2: Can you let us know, let us know the topic of the day and then we, you can go, you can go be the t- caretaker. <laughs>
3: All right, so the topic for today, and this is going to be a juicy one, is how soon is it too soon to begin dating after a breakup?
2: So how soon is it too soon, soon, soon
3: to begin, to begin dating break. after a breakup?
2: I feel like me and Bree about to be on the same page on this one. Oh
3: <laughs> right. Same
2: day, same day. Ain't right. no, ain't so no, let's no start
3: too soon. With go.
4: Listen, Bree, right. it's the first time we meet, and so hey boo, hey. But go ahead. Hey. Or is yours? Listen, my like osa, do your Same thing. Day. You like, you know right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm that's probably way too soon. You know, you're probably still emotionally processing things. But I feel like it's up to you. You know, like you know, a lot of people especially young the younger generation we have this idea that it's up to society to decide when we should start dating someone else after a breakup you know like if i start dating tomorrow and i just broke up with someone yesterday then my friends are gonna look at me like you're moving too fast and you know you're this designing there this, but it's completely up to you if you feel healed enough emotionally
2: uh, you got you got pros in different area codes that's all <laughs> hey, you can't be mad if your stock is valuable, and you're like, "Hey, you know what? This one ain't wanted. I'm I, on to the next one. On to the next."
4: Exactly. You know, and that's another thing too. I think it's also about knowing your worth. You know, once you know your worth, it's like, okay, it makes it that much easier to identify that this person that you're interacting with, talking to, whatever dating, is not mm-hmm. valuing your worth. I'll see you later. And now, this person, I'm noticing that you're kind of valuing my worth. I'm gonna give you a chance.
2: Do you think that could also be kind of like a segue into an emotional trap? Because what if you don't actually take the time to, like, let's say, you know, the breakup happened and, you know, there's that reflection period that you might not get on, you know, things that you enjoy, things that you didn't enjoy, growth, uh, things that you learned about yourself. Do you feel like quite possibly if you just move on to the next, and I I was advocating it, but on a more serious note, do you think that kind of stunts your ability to reflect, or do you think like you can do both?
4: I think you can do both. I think it it depends on length and, you know, like how much was invested. Yeah, you know, into the Mm. relationship, you know, like, because length and time plays a major role, you know, like, but there's also you know, there's also that person who's like, I've been at my breaking point for a while now. It's just, I'm just uh-huh. now, you know, speaking up. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah.
2: So you, were, like, you were emotionally like, gone from the relationship long before the ties. Right. Were cut. Yeah. So
4: in, in Scenario
3: such as that, where maybe you've been at your breaking point, you wanted to let for a me, while. You know, do you still give it a period of time before you start like dating, I mean, or looking for someone, or I mean, you've been emotionally checked out of the relationship. You officially made it official where we're not together. Do you still give it time?
2: Ah, uh, so you're saying that the emotional checkout might have been a grace period?
1: Yeah. That you not are, even, big brother. Right. What you think, Leon? Uh. Now, let's let Leon time in. No, I mean, I'm I'm just listening to y'all. You
2: know. Oh. I put him but, on the spot.
1: Not. No, I don't care about that. Okay. Um. It's good to just listen and you know just observe. Um, but, but Leon, I, like I'm I, I'm checking out right now. Feel, <laughs> <laughs> this is my grace period. Nigga. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but like I think I I was thinking about this yesterday and you know I I even asked my girlfriend. I was like, you know, what do you think is a good amount of time uh, between you know dating or, or house because I looked at the question and I thought to myself, it I feel like this the the, the, the better I better, fr- I phrase the question, like, how much time would you give yourself for another relationship, right? Because mm-hmm. saying how soon is too soon is subjective for everybody, you know what I mean? Um, so I can't tell you if you just got out of a relationship and, like, two months later you're like, oh, I want you to meet so-and-so, and I'm like, all right, bro, she make you happy, cool, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, if you feel like you're emotionally uh, ready uh, for that, great, um, but I think- because i was thinking about myself obviously i can't speak for anyone else i i thought you know depends on the length of time of the relationship right and also like how serious were you in that relationship because some people you know they just kind of like stay boyfriend girlfriend boyfriend boyfriend girlfriend girlfriend however you you know identify and Mm -hmm. that's as far as it gets Mm -hmm. or they move in together right mm-hmm. or they moving together and they plan to get engaged right mm-hmm. um, or they are engaged and then they break up right mm-hmm. or they might even be married I was once married so it's like I think about those things and like the length of time of the relationship I think should predicate how long you give yourself to heal like right. after okay obviously you know if you've been with somebody for 10 years I'm not saying you gotta wait another 10 years to be with somebody <laughs> but you shouldn't be I just that's a whole ass decade, you know. what I'm saying, like, right, right, you're down right. To, yeah. at least two presidents. You know, but like, you need to give yourself some right, time. So time. To, to be
2: fair, I mean, you know, you know, dating is not necessarily a relationship. So, you know, right. I get what you're saying. you not, you don't want to okay, wait okay. long yeah. to get in a relationship. That's, that's true. But it's dating okay. is not necessary relationship. But I do want to hear from. So, Shanice, the brand, B brand engineer, helping me out with all my branding needs and marketing needs. Chime in here, you're you're very welcome to get in at any point in time.
0: Okay, so um, from my experience and from my point of view, it's like too soon is when you're not healed, basically. Mm -hmm. And then um, someone mentioned Uh, emotionally being emotionally checked out well what about spiritually checked out because I don't know about y'all but I believe in soul ties you know Mm -hmm. so you can be emotionally checked out from someone but what about the baggage and all the stuff you know what I'm saying that they brought to your table when y'all were in a relationship because you Mm -hmm. can't go in another relationship and you're like oh yeah like you're not doing it like xyz or he did Mm -hmm. this he did this you know so yes, that makes the yeah, that makes a huge um, that plays a that plays a part as well. Yeah, I was gonna say something else, and then my mind went blank.
2: <laughs> no worries, <laughs> hey, that, that, hey, that's it, why you it, got a panel.
0: So, do you think like would you
4: recommend someone within that time? Because, like, I've been at moments where I was spiritually checked out, you know, like I had to regather myself before even considering entertaining someone else, you know, whether it was just flirting conversation, whatever. But would you recommend someone to still kind of be interactive and date while they're in that spiritual healing process?
0: Mm, that's a difficult one. I think it depends on where you're at mentally.
2: Bree's trying to bring because... down the house right now.
0: Trying to get some tears because, going on. I, I say that because some people can multitask, you know, they can focus on themselves and they can focus on other people, but the the average person cannot do that. So right. it's like you're pouring from a half cup, you know, like once mm-hmm. you and um,
2: Brie is half woman, half amazing. You, you know, <laughs> it's
0: yes. like once it's like, OK, imagine a teacup right on a saucer and the teacup. You're it's overflowing. Right. You're the teacup. You're overflowing. Right. Well, really, right. I think you will want to give love from the saucer instead of the cup because that's the overflow love, if that makes sense right right so until you're like completely good with yourself like you're comfortable and I when I say good I'm talking about doing shadow work like you're comfortable being alone being by yourself you know Mm -hmm. you can process things with clarity and I mean the whole nine yards once you get to that point and just focus on self then yeah I don't think you should and it took me like years like I'm just you know, being able to process that and understand it and internalize it because it's a difference from interpreting something and internalizing it. You know, yeah. so I've just recently yeah. I've just been able to I internalize that, that and come to peace with that. um mm-hmm. And like I said, not everybody can do that, but that's what I had to do. I just had to step back from the table and be like, "Hey, look, it's all about me now." You know what I'm saying? That's right. I can't go into the new year like this. But like mm-hmm. I said, some people are different. Some people can focus on themselves and get themselves together and still be out there mixing. So you just have to find out what's comfortable and you know, what you can do.
4: Right. So, it's like, it's, it's, sorry. Oh, it's about knowing yourself. And it's that an healing to know yourself. Yes.
2: Yeah. That healing portion. So let's, let's hear from Jen. I want to hear from Jen. What are your thoughts on, on this topic, as well as, let's say somebody does kind of maybe get into a dating scene a little bit early. uh haven't, fully given that healing, that moment to heal, and what's a term that's commonly thrown as, you know, this is the rebound phase, right? So is rebounding actually a part of the healing phase or is it, you know, to kind of, what are your thoughts?
5: Yeah, I mean, my thoughts are an extension of what Shanice was saying that I think that a lot depends on how clean the breakup was and how honest people were with each other during the relationship. like if that was all really messy and people weren't speaking their truth and then the breakup Mm -hmm. was hostile and, you know, lots of mudslinging happening that like all of that just gets slimed onto the next relationships you have, because you're not Mm. like, you're, you are the common denominator moving into the next relationship. So whatever dysfunction there was there that didn't get fixed or healed in the relationship, I think will show up in the next one. Ooh, the
2: absolutely. Individual Ooh. It. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tr- triggers. Triggers are happening.
4: Um. You... So I guess my thing <laughs> yeah. is, like, is it possible, though, like, okay, so the goal is to be healed for your next relationship, right? No, but I feel No. Like... the
2: goal is to be healed for yourself.
4: I mean, yeah, definitely, but so <laughs> that way, that when you're entering a relationship, you know, because, mm-hmm. right.
2: you bring, bring the best, best person, the you system. your best version. Exactly, right?
4: Right, right, so right with now, no baggage, no... Process, uh-huh. right yeah because we're thinking about relationship wise right if you're healing naturally you should be doing that for yourself but relationship wise right. right I feel like in that process it should be okay to date as many people as you want to you know like because that's how you're going your to kind of learn what
1: your boundaries are you know
4: right <laughs> talk my
2: language. I do right. believe the rebound is a healing phase
1: right and see to, to kind of like your point earlier o, when we were talking um like I, I understand that obviously dating and relationships aren't one and the same. However, mm-hmm. if you are in a process of your own personal rebound and you're interacting with people and they don't know that it can be detrimental if they think that you are on a, in a, diff, in a, like in a different space. So I would say that if you have been, let's say in a relationship for quite some time that didn't go, go well, and you are now deciding, you know what? Okay, I'm not ready for a relationship, but I don't want to just be to myself. If you are going to be engaging with people, you have to communicate yeah, that's, really that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, that's default. You definitely, yeah, yeah you can't well, stop of off don't anything. Though. Yeah, a, that's lot don't. So a lot of people don't. So a lot of people they will be off. like, I'm rebounding, and I just thought you, you would understand that. And that and that was, or it. you
2: just say, Hey, listen, I just got out of a relationship, I'm not looking for a long term, yeah, that's a trap right there. And, but that's that's, that's that's also a, also a flag,
3: <laughs> that's
2: uh-huh. awesome. Nah, that's a flag Trish? for y'all, not for everybody. Was, Some people understand a, that. Some oh, people, you, listen. Say, Trish?
3: I said, I agree with Leon on that actually.
2: Like, yeah, I want to use it again. Here we go. He just wanted validation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> he's,
3: he's in his yeah, bag right now. He, you that's know, the last time. Leon I just really wanted to be okay.
2: validated. So... We gotta, we're going to have to play that back several times. He's going to focus on the playback. He's going to rewind to that spot.
1: <laughs> Me and don't always agree. That's why. So, you know, I'm just like, all right, cool, 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 cool. So,
2: so hold on. I want to ask, because I, I don't think the question got. So do you, because I was the only one that I said, yes, dude, does anybody else feel like the rebound can be part of the healing process? Yes, like, I agree. And again, as long as that rebound is not, like Leon said, you're not misleading anybody and you're just being honest and open with where you are emotionally and in the dating sphere right um, and i've i've seen back to what jim was saying i've i've experienced both where the breakup was was messy dramatic and and there was a lot of mud that was slung and i did come into the next relationship transferring a lot of the baggage that i did not personally heal from into that and that was recurring and i was like oh that's why i was like oh triggers triggers i was like i've seen that happen I was like, oh, I'm the problem? Mm. Like, I can't be the problem. No way. I can't yeah. be the problem. It's not me.
1: Right. Um, I'm the victim here.
2: Right. <laughs> not me. Um, the <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> and I've also experienced, you know, going through a breakup. And like I said, at the be- <laughs> at the beginning of the podcast, same day, same day, moving on, to moving on. And it became a flourishing, beautiful, really wasn't expected. I didn't go into it looking like that. But it was just like, oh, hey. This is so much easier. And it, it did help because because of the ease, I think I was able to heal a lot quicker, right? Because there was no pressure or obligation to make this current current thing a full-fledged relationship. It's like it goes where it goes.
3: Oh, so I have a question really quickly, and, and anyone can answer this. You know. There are different stages in the dating process. So, of course, you know, when you break up with someone and you meet someone new, you don't immediately start full-fledged dating them. You go through this talking and getting to know each other process.
2: The courting phase. The
3: courting phase, right? We've talked about this on other shows. Do you guys think that it's okay to just casually talk to people? Not necessarily date, but casually talk to people while still healing from a breakup.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I casually talk to people while I'm
1: in a relationship. No. <laughs> <laughs> next, next podcast, O ain't going to be available. <laughs> They're right, right. so
2: like, yo, O is no longer available to host. Trish, you, you don't know what happen happened that. to him.
3: Trish will be the main host. Yes. Mm.
2: It's like my, page, my page them. is down. Can't nobody find them. Can't nobody call them. It keeps going straight to voicemail. It's the weirdest thing. So, <laughs> so i i agree What who else y'all say yes brie jen
4: yeah
3: uh, sorry and i say i ask this question because you know here we are talking about breaking up and then rebounding and i feel like to be in a to be some for someone to be a rebound they have to be in a relationship which means i'm going eh, you, you eh, don't
2: think no not that's not my definition i mean everybody has different definitions i'm not saying yours is wrong it's just not I don't share that definition I feel wait, like wait,
1: wait. just b- before I before I chime in what are you saying exactly can you be clear on like
3: well what I'm saying is you know if 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 we go through a talking phase let's say we go through two three months of just talking I've been very yeah. very honest I've said you know I just got out of a relationship we've gone through this talking phase and now we commit to dating I feel like if we didn't give each other that time and that opportunity to get to know each other and for me to process whatever it is I came out of by the time we get to dating, it's no longer a rebound. Like you're just my next relationship. I don't think it.
1: So, so you think that- So
2: if if you didn't do all of that, you would mm-hmm. consider it a rebound, so the absence the absence of the the, so the time and the work and the healing and all that stuff means that if you're in a dating relationship, that that is the rebound.
3: well again okay so it it depends it depends on what we've talked about it depends on our communication
2: okay
6: i think (laughs)
3: honest with you to let you know like hey i just got out of something and you know while we're talking yes i like you yes you like me but we're not dating until i've completely healed now that i'm healed and i'm ready to devote myself to you or be in a relationship with you i think then it's not really considered a rebound it's just your next Mm -hmm. relationship but now, but if we don't go through that whole process, and then we we if we don't go through that same process, and it's just like, oh, here I am, here you are, let's start dating tomorrow, then that's a rebound. I don't feel like again, yeah. like you said, that well, you I haven't mean, done the proper going, work.
1: Going going back to your original question, where you ask um, if we think it's okay to be just to be ta- t- talking to. Mm-hmm. Uh, multiple people after a relationship, by that very definition, then you're going to have just multiple rebounds just happening at the same time then, right? Like, you're going to just be like, hey, uh, let's talk. I'm not ready for a relationship, but, you know, I like you like me. Hey, uh, let's talk. I'm not ready for a relationship. I <laughs> like you. You like me. Yeah. But but is you know what I'm saying? Wrong? Like, What's wrong with that? This is a great...
4: No, listen, I didn't say there was anything about.
1: wrong with it, but I'm just trying to understand your 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 actual interest like okay. yeah,
4: <laughs> it,
3: yeah. which one you, it I is all these questions out okay i, I think i've been on all Talk spectrums jokes, of yeah. this um so i'm just trying to to get a feel for like how we all feel about rebounding and talking and dating right after coming out of a relationship you know mm. so-
2: let's let's let hassan interject because mm-hmm. hassan hassan's been quiet for a while and he definitely you know when he speaks
6: greetings 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 to all yeah, I've been just listening. I got some stuff going on in the background, but rebounding is a great subject, and there are just endless situation variables depending the dynamics of the situation. I can relate on on, on just so many levels, but I just uh, experienced an example of, of rebounding with with uh, uh, a previous relationship. That was over years ago, and it just come to light like today, just today, this morning, I spoke to the young lady, right, who I hadn't talked to in about 10 years, and she told me that she was in love with me, that she was, like, deeply in love with me, but I didn't know she was deeply in love with me because I was playing. She was for real, and I was playing. And when 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 she determined that she wasn't, going to be able to get what she wanted out of it. She abruptly left and she jumped to something else as a rebound and mm-hmm. she immediately, like the first time she got pregnant, had a child with that person and it changed the whole trajectory and the direction of the way she was going in her life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a wow moment for me because, you know, I was like, wow, I was just somewhere else. And, and, and when I met her, I was in a, a rebound stage myself because I, I had just uh uh broken up from a relationship that I had been in for over 10 years. Mm-hmm. So I was just looking to to get outside of my emotions to to to, to not to not feel that uh, discomfort yeah. that came along with, with being in that space. And so so I I it's like there was no um uh when did the the, the, the passion in for one and begin for another because I was still deeply still in the emotions of being involved with the other, with the past. So, this is a really complex um Every situation is different. Every individual situation is different. I mean, I personally often use rebounding as a way to just get outside of the emotional uncomfortability that I didn't want to deal with, right? So, mm-hmm. I would stuff it away. Submerge myself into other activities so I wouldn't feel. And then all of a sudden I wake up, and I'm in another relationship that I don't mm. really want to really want to be in. Mm. That that I that 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 that, that might have some uh, outstanding sensations about it, whether sexually, visually, mm. financially, mm. or uh, illusionally.
2: I see, the, I see the wheels turning in, Jen. I want to definitely get your take oh, on this. yeah,
6: man. <laughs>
2: <A chomp laughs> yeah, no, I, I, finish, finish your thought, Hassan, but I definitely want to get Jen's take, because Jen is, uh, for all intents and purposes, the closest thing to, I mean, you are a, a relationship and coach um, and, and sex coach, so this uh-huh. is kind of right up your alley with being able to see all of the layers that Hassan is talking about and the complexities that he's talking about by what drives someone to as he said, be and in, get involved in a situation that he really didn't, you know, necessarily want to be emotionally committed to um and, and everything in between.
5: Yeah, I think I mean I think rebound relationships can be super healthy and healing. I yes. think it is a matter Leon was saying about like the honesty. I think the honesty point is so important. As long as there isn't anything I could put out there on the internet and ask for that there isn't someone who is also looking for it. Like People are looking for, some people are looking for casuals, some people are looking for long-term. As long as you're really clear what you're looking for. I know when I got divorced, this is many years ago and I started dating, I was like, oh my goodness, please don't talk to me about like, do I want kids or not? Do I want to get married or not? Where do right. I want to live? I just yeah. want to go to dinner and remember That's, that relationship is yes. fun. Exactly,
4: right. Like mm-hmm.
5: this is supposed to be fun. And so when I started dating after I got divorced, that's what I focused on. Like, this is a good person. I enjoy spending time with them. And let's just do fun. Enjoy days. that
2: moment. Right, yeah. Right. It doesn't have to necessarily turn into this heavy, like we're going to go down this traveling road together arm in arm. And yeah, and I think to, to everyone's point, especially this time, um, we, we always say context is key, right? You know, no, no mm-hmm. two situations, no matter how similar they may appear, are exactly alike. Right. Um, and so I think I would like to get a read from, from everybody. Um, what do you think would be the optimal amount of time? Let's say we were able to get rid of all the distractions of, of the rebound and just focus specifically on the healing after the breakup. Right. What do you think would be the optimal amount of time? I know everybody moves at different speeds, and a lot of it is determined by you know how much you were attached to the relationship in the first place. Um, but yeah, let's. I want y'all to think that over. Let's take a quick quick break to get a word from our sponsors. When we come back, I want you guys to you know give me what you think might have been might be the optimal amount of time uh, to heal from a from a relationship that has ended, unfortunately.
5: Want a wildly satisfying life? Increase your PQ, your pleasure intelligence. I help vulva-bodied people turn on their turn-on and transform their lives. You can find me at juicygen.com. That's J-U-I-C-Y-J-E-N-N.com. You are listening to Talk It Over, the only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed.
2: All right, and we're back. Thank you for listening to talk it over. Today's topic we are batting around is, how soon is too soon to get into a relationship after a breakup, or start dating? Not even necessarily get into a relationship, but just start date after a breakup. And, and the thing, what I, bat, what I posed to the panel before we went on break was, let's take, let's take dating and relationship out of the context and just focus on the healing nature that has to come inevitably at the end of a relationship. And I just want to get a read to see if the answers vary or if there's some kind of you know, unspoken standard of amount of time that you think is reasonable or, or should be uh, taken for that individual. Anybody, Leon, Brie, Trish, Jen, Jen, what do you think?
5: Um, I think that it doesn't have to be super linear. Like these things right. can be happening at the same time. You can be out there dabbling in the dating world and also, you know, figuring mm-hmm. out your contribution to what didn't work out in your last relationship. I think they can be happening at the same time. I don't think you have to like only heal for a year.
2: Mm-hmm. Can- yeah. No. No. I'm not. I'm not asking. You know. I'm not saying it can't happen. I was just saying in the in the in a world where we were able to say, oh, all right, okay. I'm just going to take you know, I'm not going to date. I'm just going to focus on myself. Um, is there a certain amount of time that you think would be the standard, right? Is there a certain amount of time to say somebody says one week and everybody's like, that's crazy. That's not possible. You can't do that. And then somebody says eight months and they're like the the ruling majority is like, eh, that's a little bit much. Like how much do you have to hear? Like, is there anywhere? Trish, what do you think? Help me out here. Yeah, Trish, what do you think is the standard?
3: Okay. So I honestly believe like a solid month. You should like Hang out
1: uh-huh. myself yourself for like a
3: month. Uh-huh. Like, Get to relearn things that you like. To- 30 days. Yeah, 30 days. I say give, give anything 30 days.
1: One one menstrual cycle. Got it. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you agreed with him. You agreed with him.
2: We got it on record. We got it on record.
1: I, I, on record. I just I just want to be very clear on what you, you got. Said. We got it on record. I
3: say, yeah, give, give it 30 days. In nah, 30 days I feel like, you know, then you can start to venture back out it's still okay. you know the wound might still be fresh depending on how you know how the breakup went um you know jen talked about it earlier if it was a good breakup if it was a bad breakup maybe you're still dealing with emotions but i think in 30 days you've had a little bit of time to focus on what it is that you need like
2: now Hmm. Let me throw a monkey. Do you, does that mean thirty days with no contact with the ex? Like, what happens if the ex contacts you on day twenty-nine? You almost made it to thirty days, and then day twenty-nine, here comes the drama. Here comes the mess. Do you have to restart that count?
3: Nah, nah, I'm just not okay. answering. So that's- <laughs> okay,
2: you're not answering. So.
3: So really answer you're not gonna answer me.
2: You're not gonna answer me. Hey, I, <laughs> Wait, hey.
3: It took you twenty-nine days to call me, brother. Bye. Like, mm-hmm. so.
1: Talk about it. Go
2: ahead. Yeah, let us know. So Hello. I hear free, you. Breathe, breathe. What do you think? A month? A month is a little too too late. Just right?
4: No, I think a month is. I, I feel like give yourself at least a month of just like you know getting to know you, getting over that period, grieving the, the end of the relationship. You know, going yeah. through those, those. A month solutions. flies by
2: in the right places. Oh, I mean, I by.
4: mean
2: it I, does, but it a, a
4: lot happens
1: in a New York minute. Yeah. So what you got to say,
2: Leon? I know Leon about to come in here with the.
1: No, nah, <laughs> no. Nah, nah. I, mean, I I actually, I agree with Jen in that I don't think it has. I don't think it has to or should be linear. Um, but I also, I also am very realistic, right? Um, mm-hmm. time. And, and, and the way that we quantify it is a way we use to measure things, right? So it's not like we can act like it doesn't exist. Very, very observantly, huh? right? yeah. Right, I know, right? It's very crazy. Good, good job. Right? So, <laughs> so what I would say is I, I would look at maybe three months of just, you know, not necessarily being a monk, but, you know, just- Reflecting, kind of healing. Writing, maybe speak to a therapist or speak, speak that- to a therapist more. Um, you know, and not necessarily be looking to engage in that way. And then if you choose to do that, because obviously you are your own person, nobody's telling you what to do. But if you choose to communicate it, you know, and let that person or those people know where you're at, because even if you think you are ready, no matter where right. you're at, you're still going to find things that are going to remind you, hey, I'm yeah. not ready yet. I thought yeah. I was. Right. And you don't want to be Getting someone else emotionally invested in you, and now mm-hmm. you know, and now you have to deal with that on top of having to deal with your own personal stuff still. So, you know, so no, like, go ahead, go ahead, finish it, finish it. I, up. I was just gonna say, you know, because um, I was thinking, I, I I often go back to my 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 marriage, my when I was when I used to be married, and we were together for roughly seven years, right? And so mm-hmm. I was just like thinking about like that was all my twenties basically. So I hadn't mm-hmm. even grown into becoming a man yet, really. And now I'm out there single, you know, no longer tied to anybody. And mm-hmm. I honestly didn't know what to do. Like I was just kind of like shell shocked So I had to take that time to reflect and I didn't get the answers right. I, I messed up, you know, and, and even now, you know, I, I I often reflect back at that time and say, you know, I could have done things differently and saved myself and some other few other people. Some heartbreak by just um, just being to myself a little bit longer.
2: So let me let me ask Shanice, um, what do you what are your thoughts on that length of time? Because Leon brought up a very good point with you know it depends on how much work you think is required to actually heal. Do you think that three three to four month time period is enough time to if you really are devoted to, to doing like you said that that deep shadow work that deep emotional work or, or do you feel like it all depends on just every individual case how long you were in the relationship um when it ended things of that nature
0: um for me i would say three to six like three to six months i agree with leon and um and i say that because of, sure, what you
2: laughing at Come <laughs>
0: on. Man. i say that because of um my own experiences um when i was just going out there after a breakup and relationships like within a or you know dating within a month or two that would just cause more problems because I wasn't really processing what I've been through. I wasn't learning. I wasn't growing from it. You know, I didn't mm-hmm. give myself that time. And um that's where the problem was coming in at. So yeah, I would say three to six months.
2: Okay. Um Hassan, you with us? I want to ask because Hassan you got a, a, a very, very unique well not unique but a very uh good perspective um from from just your life do you think different relationships uh require a different time of healing let's say you you know you are all fire and passion i i,
6: I do believe that different relationships because each one is individual and in its own entity you know' its, its own dimension so it's, it's not going to be the same in, in anyone it's like like uh, uh, we may heal. Well, I I know that I've healed from some relationships faster than others, and some mm. uh, uh, they were like I went five years, and I I I still hadn't uh ironed out all of the wrinkles that was that was impressed upon uh my, my psyche and and my emotional state. I thought I, I thought I had healed at different points, only to find that it was really a, a drawn out process. Right, I, I, I was in a relationship I actually broke up I got another relationship later in 2013 but I, I, I really didn't get over that relationship of 2013 until years later because there were um chapters that just wasn't closed yeah. let you me know? let
2: me ask you this let me throw this into the mix because I, I feel like this may have been something does does the nature of how you feel about the breakup play into it like how much like if you feel guilty about something that led to the breakup? Does that play in how long it takes to heal yeah, or the ability yeah, I mean, to get?
6: Uh, guilt, shame, uh, unresolved issues. It, it depends on, you know, uh, it would depend also on my mental, spiritual uh, sp- uh, state as well, you know? But as I mentioned, every every situation has been different. I mean, as a, as a young man, you know, I was married and uh, uh, we had a, a nasty separation even before the divorce. Mm-hmm. And I immediately plunged into something else uh, to the point where, I, you know, I drowned out the emotions that I had for my wife.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
6: And I submerged myself into this other relationship, never closing mm-hmm. out the, the, the relationship I have with my wife. And then, it, it, like, uh, without closure, things kind of stay open. They linger and it leaves the door open for other uh, uh, uh emotional entanglement to, 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 to just uh baffle and 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 and, and disseminate the brain right and mm-hmm. the subconscious without me being conscious of it so mm-hmm. uh it's, it's, it could be really messy you know um, you know it, it has been very messy for me uh, with relationships because I often didn't know when, when the passion for one ended. And began for another one, and and then, if, if that happened, in addition to my uh, habit of always having multiple relationships, that made it even more complex. Where 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 I believe that often I was just dead emotionally, going through the, going through, the motions, and going through the pursuit of physical gratifications. It wasn't emotional; it was physical. Yeah. So I often quantified the quality of relationship to the value of our physical interactions. Got and it. the emotional part was like way back on my list. It wasn't, it
2: wasn't a high priority, yeah. Not
6: at all, not at all. Bro.
2: So let me ask, and I want to get final thoughts, because a, a lot of what you say always has, is multi-layered, and your answers to signing is it is deeper than um, just the words, because it cuts through, like I said, to, to layers that, you know, Really resonate beyond just the, just what you're talking about. But I definitely wanted to get last thoughts and, and from Jen coming from a coaching um, perspective. When you are faced with you know not being able to quote unquote deal with the baggage or the emotional trauma of a breakup in that moment, do we, as Hassan uh, painted, do we? fall into that trap sometimes of, of going back to our coping mechanisms or which is different for everybody, right? Everybody has different, is that something because like you said, he wasn't even aware of what he was doing, but he sought it because at the time it was an easier task than having to face the healing work that came along with the, you know, the the end of his his marriage.
5: So much of what we do is happening in our subconscious. So I think that, you know, if the goal is to have the next relationship be healthier than the last one or better suited for me as an individual or that kind of thing, then I think we need to think about um, attraction as an iceberg and that most of what's happening between two people is happening below the surface and we don't have conscious awareness of it sometimes. And so if we end a relationship and hop Right into another really serious relationship because I think that's really what we're talking about here. Then I think we don't get the chance to really understand what what happened under the surface, and then we repeat. Um, that's why you see people yeah. date like the same the same person. The same. It's like different. He looks different or he seems mm-hmm. different, and then we date six months, and all of a sudden I realize you're the same.
2: Mm. Mm. Okay. Um, Leon, you saying, yeah, what are, what are your last thoughts on this?
1: Uh, I, I, I think that, you know, overarching, we all kind of feel, even though we maybe have given different time frames, ultimately, in all of our individual experiences, we all do recognize that there has to be some amount of time, however long it is, some amount of time for you to, to kinda, reflect and yeah. work on yourself. Um Yeah. Because I mean, something Hassan said earlier that resonated with me is that you know we I oftentimes went into things not even realizing that's what I was doing, mm-hmm. right? I was just you know trying to fill a void or mm-hmm. you know and, you know just wanting to be in something for the sake of being something because being in something because you know companionship is a, is like a drug too, you yeah. know. Just knowing that somebody's there is addictive, you know. And you know if you're not kind of doing the sort of self-work that's necessary to understand like okay what are you know what are my triggers what are the things that i haven't completely healed from you know if you don't do that then what you're basically basically going to do is kind of be going into the next situation blindly
6: like you say repeating those repeating those, repeating same, those, patterns, yeah. those patterns and, <laughs> and ain't me. Like, it ain't at be me at some point
1: at some point because when you're younger i think it's kind of okay but you, you in your thirties, going into your forties, like you, you gotta start. Hey, taking- listen,
2: yeah. maturity hits people no. at different stages. Oh, yeah, got, absolutely. You got twelve year olds out there that's going on fifty. You right. got fifty year olds out there who still <laughs> think they seventeen. Yeah. You know, exactly. So it all goes. Uh, it's all relative. Bree, you want to you want to share? I'm on team Bree next same day. Like, listen, I ain't got time. You, <laughs> I'm fucking. on team Bree. Oh, yeah. I I can heal and um, be in the next and be in the next. I just want to be at the same time. Listen,
4: my advice to anyone is yes, you know, heal most definitely take that time to figure out yourself, but don't completely block you know block yourself away from interacting and getting to know the other things that you do want, you know, like, it doesn't mean that you have to be in a relationship with this person, or you even have to think about getting into a relationship with this person. Have fun. That's a part of healing, too, is learning to have fun, learning, you know, how to have these interactions, learning your boundaries, you know, like, that is also a part of the healing. So, for me, when I say date and, you know, go go ahead and do those things within that healing process, I mean, get to know people, you know, like, it doesn't mean that that the outcome has to be, yeah, we're going to be in a relationship and potentially get married, you know, it, the outcome could be, hey, we're just going to be friends, maybe a little bit of benefits, that's cool too, you know, like, that's a part of the healing process. Mm. I think.
2: I think me and Bree got a Bree. We got a, a a coalition going on between me and you. So anytime, <laughs> anytime you got something going on, you're like, "Hey, let's go." I'm like, "Hey, let's go. Let's go. Right. <laughs> let's go." You ain't hey, even got to be fully bro, out of the relationship bro, bro, yet. Now, our bro, role. Real,
1: real quick, though, if you with you next day or okay, that you can just jump into something. Uh, here we say. go. Uh, yeah, that's right. Right. I'm because I'm gonna ask you a very serious question. Um,
2: might have to save it then, for the next. I'm gonna go ahead. I,
1: that's fine. That's fine. Um, no matter whether you really agree with it or not, how comfortable are you with aloneness? You know, because but that's a
4: part of the healing. No, let's wait, table that one. Let's, a, let's, let's that table, that.
1: A, let's, let's
2: let table that. Let's table that. Breon, Bre, say say your say your piece, and then we're gonna table that because I think that's a great topic to bring into another podcast. And we're definitely gonna have y'all two on here battling it out. That's me cool. and Trish <laughs> gonna sit in the back and just be egging on Trish team. Bree. I'm Trish uh, team. Leon, Trish, you with that?
3: I'm with that, you know. All right, I'm so Bree,
2: that. Bree, save all your tea, save all your tea for the all next right. one, because we're gonna all let right. you go at Leon on that one. Go for all it. Right. So Trish, you with me? Right, me and Trish, we want to thank you guys. We want to thank our co-hosts. We want to thank producers Anna Banana and Ki from Bed We want to thank all of uh, and in the words, Trish. You got any last? Um no, peace, love, and great rebounds. <laughs> oh, great rebounds. All okay, right. Shanice said, get to work healing yourself. All right. All right. So, with that being said, and the words of KI, slow motion. See y'all next time. It's
0: All right, good one. Peace.
1: peace. Hey, thank you, everybody. I really want to thank y'all. That was great. Uh, I was back here grinning from ear to ear. Um, thanks, Shanice, for coming on. See, I knew you weren't gonna resist, um, be able to resist not. I'm chiming in because the topics are always the topics are always hot and heavy. Leon, I really like your last question, and we're definitely we should definitely table that for the beginning of another podcast. And you know, it's fire when Bree takes herself and puts herself on video so we can see her. <laughs> I was rolling. Um, so yeah, thank y'all once again. Happy New Year, everybody, and uh, see you uh, see you all on the next one.
0: begins in bed. We hope you got what you needed. Make sure you subscribe. Holla at you next week.